Hello, and welcome to Speaking Frankly. I'm your host, Janae Frank. This podcast is all about love, life, pain, and everything in between. Real talk for real people from a writer's and life coach's perspective. It's done through storytelling, interviews, and plain old straight talk. This week's episode is titled The Soldier of Love. I bring my girl Shady J back. She is back by popular demand to talk today about relationships. And do people really want relationships or do they just want what comes along with it? It's like people want the benefits, but they don't want to put in the work. And then just basically, why are people in this current generation why are they so jaded about marriage? And are people becoming jaded about marriage in general? So we talk about some funny topics. We talk about Derek Jackson. We talk about intimacy. We talk about Nick Cannon and the top 10 sure signs that he's pretending to love you. So you're one of going to say to the end. So let's get into it right now. Hello, Shady J. How are you? Hi, friend. I'm great. Fantastic. It has been a minute since we have had Shady J on Speaking Frankly podcast, but the listeners have spoken and they said, we need her back. Now, I speak to her all the time, right? We need to. We could have a whole reality TV show, but that, that's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story. But we felt moved and inspired to, you know, bring our ideas and share, you know, what we've been talking about in regards to relationships. And so the title of this is Soldier of Love. And my question, Shady J, is do people really want relationships or do they just want the rewards of what comes with that? Also, it's, it's a couple parts. Relationships are hard work. We know that. And it just seems like people don't want to put in the hard work anymore. And then last but not least, why is this current generation, Generation Z, like our children's ages, why are they so jaded about relationships and marriage? So I know that's a loaded question, so let's get into it. What, what say you? Okay, let's start with Gen Z. And I think that they're in a different, they're just in a different paradigm, a whole different world than we grew up in, you know? So they have a lot of input from social media and um, being that you can monetize the most sensational, uh, sensationalized topics, right. uh, they, they're, re they're receiving a lot of negative input. They really, know, so really are. And it's like yeah. they're buying into it. They're believing it. They're just becoming so jaded, which I understand how you can become jaded with social yeah. media, like especially right. with the whole cheating stuff going on it's so accessible to everyone nowadays where back in the day yeah. you actually had to roll up and meet somebody and now mm -hmm. you can just slide into somebody's dms and so i think people are just becoming you know cold yeah, they think it's cheap they may think it's cheap and easy you know to um find a whole human being with which you can you know share something with and they may you know think that yeah, they may have cheapen, cheapened it, you know, with these apps and things like that. You know, I whereas think so. You think that people are so easy to come by, but, you know, good people, people who have your best interests in, at heart, people who, you know, that's that's just never, ever going to be easy, and it never was, never will be made easy. But you're best off 
vetting in real life. That's right. You're best off, you know, interacting in real life. You know, that's exactly um, because you right. can feel that energy, you can feel those vibes, you can kind of see, and you can kind of understand like who is this person attached to, who is their network, right? You know, and kind of get more information than just the picture of them. That's exactly right because social media is just a highlight reel. That's it all really it is. is, and people and think that they know people. people. That's right. People, I've had so many people think that they know who I am, know my family, know my, which I do give a lot of information away on my podcast, but even right. so people are so layered and complex and we are not just one thing. It's always so much more. Right. And like you said, I love what you said. You have to vet people. Okay. Yeah. You right. can't just and go just on their highlight reels. Right. No, you know how they look, but you don't know anything of their values. You don't know anything of where they came from and if they share anything in common with you actually. That's exactly you know, besides right. the most surface thing. So, you know, like they feel like they have a lot of options, you know, and everything because, you know, it's so easy to, you know, just meet people, but they just don't really seem to understand like it's complicated. That's and right. Also, they've just been receiving a lot of negative feedback because there's a lot of gender war stuff out there because that is easy to monetize because mm-hmm. outrage, media outrage marketing is huge. Right. You know, right now. So, you know, they're just they're just hearing a lot of outrageous and ridiculous things, but that is what sells. That is what people can build a YouTube um, platform on. So, you know, they're going to be telling you the most, the craziest things, the things that trigger you the most yeah. and that cause you to kind of get into a spiral of outrage, constant outrage and, and constant, you know, fear and constant searching for answers to why you're so anxious and afraid. That's exactly right. So Shady J and I, we're going to get into a couple of interesting topics first, but you're going to want to stay to the end because we are going to give you ladies out there the 10 signs that he's pretending to love you. Okay. So let's get into the whole piece of the work part, the soldier of love, honey. You know that, by the way, that's one of my favorite Chardet songs is soldier of love. (laughs) But I mean, what do you think? Do you think that people are scared to put in the work? They want the fun stuff, but they don't realize that what comes with that is hard work, communication, and all the other stuff that you need to put in to have a successful relationship, right? Right. I mean, that is what you are signing up for. You know, like if you, when people say, oh, I want a baby, you know, like you're signing up for eventually the full grown-up, you know, the growing process, you know what I mean? Right. The teaching them everything that helping them with their hurts, you know, helping them with their mistakes and navigating through that and everything, you know, so it's like, okay, the baby is cute, mm-hmm. smells so good, it's <laughs> so soft, it's the most adorable thing, but all of the work um, that you have to put in is really what it's all about. Yes. And that's, that's what love is, like, you know, when you first fall in love with somebody, when God calls you, so you want, so you want love, mm-hmm. you know, you want that, you want that man and you want that woman, you want that experience. And when you are called to that experience, you know, the first thing you're going to feel is that euphoria yes. and that just like, Oh my God, like, Oh, this is my person. It feels yes. so good. It's so wonderful. Um, you can't stop thinking, you, about you can't stop thinking about them. You can't stop thinking about them. You're totally magnetized to that person. So attached to that person. Right. And you know, but as you get to know, you find out why you were really called into their life and why they were really called into yours you're going to find out that you are built and designed to help them through 
the hard parts of their life. Yes. Through their struggles, through their challenges, through the things that they're trying to heal. Like you are specifically, your path led you to them. And yes. their path led them to you so that you all could help each other in ways that nobody else, you all were uniquely designed. And I can say that, you know, from experience, right? And, you know, like falling in love with my husband and him falling in love with me and us like being Google eyed and over the moon <laughs> to really uncovering like, you know, what was underneath who this human being was and what, you know, his experiences and what my experiences were and what we had, what we were dealing with and what we had to heal. And then just finding out like this was the, this was the person who could see all of this, who could understand this, mm-hmm. who was designed and built to help me. Um, be able to show that and share that and him share with me and just how we were healing and helping each other um, through like trauma right? and like hardship because that's life. Like we are in a really deep experience on this earth. Every single one of us are. And that is what, that is, that's the reward. The reward, love, the reward is because of the work that you will do, that you have been called to do. So you get this beautiful reward called love that feels beautiful mm-hmm. and is wonderful. And you get somebody in your life, you know, to help you navigate um, through this through this rough terrain. That's exactly in ways right. That are so specific. Preach on, preacher. Okay, she came with a word today. Do you think <laughs> that <laughs> the spirit is is moving through you? Okay. Well, do you think that that's why a lot of times in relationships, particularly long-term relationships, marriage, that opposites attract? Because it's almost like you're feeling something in them. Not feeling something, but you are, you're like a reflection of something that they needed to see, something they needed to heal oh, yes. in themselves, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Like, you're going to be so vulnerable. You're going to be so exposed. Mm-hmm. You know, and they literally, you'll just find that that was just ex- exactly the right one. I have some, a really ridiculous kind of antidote, like down to the most <laughs> ridiculous things, you know? So we were just getting our daughter, you know, set up, you know, for her internship where she's doing her internship. Yeah. And he was like, you know, this child is so expensive. Like, you know <laughs> he was like, that's why we'd be sitting in the house eating the same thing again and again. And I was like, and you know what? And we like that mess. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Me and you, we love to eat the same mess and sit up in the house. So we were literally designed for this child to come through and drain our pockets and we'd be okay. You know? <laughs> because that's what love does, right? Sometimes yeah, love we're, we're is... Good. Sacrifice. That's it. Yeah, it's sacrifice, but that's our path, and we don't mind it. Like it literally does not bother us. And you know, the what she has in store for her is just so it's so magnificent and it's so big. It's so big, right? It's so big, it's so worth it. You know, like what she is pursuing and the opportunities that she has, but it's not a game, it's not a joke. And you know, it takes really dedicated, self sacrificing people who share a vision. And we do. We would not have known that when we first met, when we were just goo goo gaga and we kind of like, you know, <laughs> we felt the way. We're like, you know, this is, this is something. We don't know what it is yet, you know, but we were called to do so much work together that's and right we just had to be built and designed 
in a certain way to do to do everything that we have been called to do together. That is so are. true. And I think you're right. It's a calling. And I think you know when somebody is the one. And it's so easy to want to throw in the towel and give up because like you said, there's only a specific time of which maybe what, three months? I don't know. It could extend longer where mm-hmm. you're in that honeymoon phase and goo goo gaga and whatever they do. Yeah, it's wonderful. The attachment is, is forming. Yes. And, you know, Yeah, Yeah, but then eventually real life happens and that's the part that people need counsel and they need help on. And as a relationship life coach, that's what I work with a lot of my clients on. I work with people with their careers and everything else and goals that they're setting, but also just with their family relationships, with their intimate relationships, because it's hard work and it's easy to throw in the towel. But if somebody is worth it, y'all, even in friendships, you know, yes. Shady J knows I will cut a you know what off <laughs> in a heartbeat. But um, with people that I've had in my life a long, long time and people that you've spent a long time with, I really give people a long, long rope. So if I cut you out, I mean, it, it was a legit me. cutout, right? right. <laughs> you have become a cancer in my life if I have cut you off. <laughs> And sometimes you do have to cut people off. So there's a fine line between we got to make this work, we got to stick to it, and cutting people off, right? No, you'll know, like, when you're growing, when you're growing together and when you're doing hard work and when you're healing. Yeah. You know, you'll know that when you're healing with somebody and when, you know, things are coming out that need to come out and need to come to the surface and, you know, experiences that need to be had, you'll, you'll know it. You'll know, you'll know. And that, that's growth. Growth it's is, worth it. It's yes. worth it. Growth is always the outcome of growth is just such a better, a more profound experience on this earth. You know, the outcome of the hard work is just such a profound and wonderful life. You know, who would want to run from that work? I mean, you know, anything that is worth something is going to be a serious investment on it your is. part of hard work, monetarily, whatever it is, is going to require um some some work that's exactly you know, right this woman's no, work no this woman's work yes honey <laughs> <laughs> so you want a work that didn't a life that did not require any work you know that means you, you're not getting it what life is that well that's right that's just like relationships with guys who when something is too easy it's kind of like do i even want this you know like i want right. to put in some work i want to put in some effort and feel like i work to get this prize in this woman or whatever right and that, that gives them growth. That is their own personal reward of building strength, perseverance, perseverance, character. And those things are the things that you need to get anything of value. Ooh, you know, honey. Anyway. So That's it, right. it gives back to you. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So getting kind of drifting off into a funnier topic that's still, still in the same vein, though, is I think that... If, you know, people just in general with everything that's now being exposed, it's been going on forever, right? It's been going on yeah. for millenniums, right? In our, in our generation, yeah. Yeah, generation. without a doubt. But it's just people are getting so exposed now when they do the dirt. And so I think people see that and just think, dang, you know, I don't think I want to turn my heart. Right, right. I want to turn my heart cold. I'm just going to be a player. I don't care. Yeah. 
And in my last episode called Connected, my last podcast episode, I was talking about how females these days act so bad and hard and tough, but in reality, they want to be, you know, loved and they want intimacy and they want that closeness and they think that they can cut off their hearts and just have sex without, you know what I'm saying? But in reality, what they're looking for is true intimacy. So speaking of intimacy and, and fear and people just wanting to be close, people these days seem to be willing to put up with anything. So that leads me to the whole Derek Jackson scandal. Oh, oh honey. Remember, Shady J, we talked about it season one on the episode. The, the, the helmet of salvation, the bonnet of salvation, <laughs> or whatever the heck she, she had on. Yeah, so check it out. Season one, we had an episode called If Your Girl Only Knew, and we were talking about this writer who's supposed to be a relationship expert, guru, writing books, trying to help women, and in reality is the most misogynistic, uh, narcissistic <laughs> demon of them all, just doing heinous, horrible things to his wife. And recently she was on my Future Wifey podcast on Instagram talking about her situations with that crazy man and how he would show her videos of women that he slept with telling her, this is what I want you to do. Wow. I mean, what? Wow. <laughs> what has this wow. world come to? Girl, you might have just broke my brain. <laughs> now I have to put myself back together. Oh, Lord, honey. We never I, needed to know that. We did not need to. How low down does your self-worth and self-esteem have to be? It's almost non-existent that your husband... And you're constantly praying and worshiping and this and that and the third, going to church and talking about, yeah, that this all that crazy stuff. And you're allowing that just to hold uh, on to a man? What? Girl, she was just a baby. She was so young. And I feel like we teach girls to just value, you know, manhood. Man, you know, if I have a man that is all that is that validates my life right yeah that is yeah that is valuable on its own and it's like you know what kind of human being is that you know like we don't want you to just want a man you know we want you to be what are you what's going on with you baby are you okay are you, how, where's your self-love right. are you good with yourself are you in love with yourself because then you know you're not going to allow right. for just anybody That's you know right. you don't just want any man that's exactly right. You don't just right. want any man. You know, you want somebody that is on the level that you are on. Now, if you're on a really low level, then that means that you got to get yourself together. You got to get your mind That's and right. your heart and your spirit together. You got to work on you. You have to work on you. Don't try to attract nothing, honey, because <laughs> that's what you're going to attract. That's what you're going to attract. And that's what I tell my clients all the time is first mindset is key. Self-love, self-worth. And I know it sounds so hokey-dokey, yes. but you always have to go back to... We're talking about soldier of love and relationships, and we both have been married for decades and decades, and you're going to have trying times. Things are not always going to go smoothly. But when you are prostituting yourself in that kind of a way, that is not what we're talking about working on or hanging on to, okay? Girl, that is an entire disaster, girl. I'm still over here trying to catch up. <laughs> entire, oh an entire goodness. disaster. So that's just sickening. I literally burnt my books from him. I'm like, what a hypocritical demon are you? But yet, let those books 
just rise from the ashes because he probably was telling you about himself and how to avoid people like him. He probably was talking about himself. Exactly. Don't do this. Don't don't go with if he acting like this because he knew because it was him. Because it was him. It was him all along. Girl, a mess. Okay, so then wait a minute. So that leads me into Nick Cannon. Okay. Okay, so my daughter and I were having a rotten day the other day, binging out on this sun selling sunset where these real estate agents, you know, in Beverly Hills and California are selling to these rich people or whatever. And one of them is Nick Cannon's baby mama, probably like the sixth, seventh, eighth one. I don't know how many they have. And she was defending her relationship and her situation. And she was basically like, yeah, we all know what's going on. I accepted this life, whatever. But then she finds out that he's having baby number 12 and then breaks down crying. So in reality, you have not accepted the situation. You have tricked yourself into thinking that that's what you want in order to have a man, to have a baby, to have a relationship, whatever. Just a... Sad, pitiful, shame. So what say you about that? <laughs> Girl, like, where do you even begin? That is such a, that's such a mess. That's, oh, honey, I, honey, I'm discombobulated. I'm short-circuiting. My wires are crossed. Whenever I think about him and those women, I'm just like, why, how, what's going on? A harem of women. Like, what kind of... You know, like who is signing up and why? Like, what kind of mindset? What kind of de- what happened? What happened? You know? And here's the crazy thing: you could say, okay, let's say she's a gold digger, right? She doesn't want to work. She's lazy. She's trifling. She just wants to get put on by this man, taken care of, whatever, whatever. No, this lady has a whole entire real estate career where she's saying on this show that she takes care of all her bills. What? What? <laughs> make it like, make sense. This might sense. be another podcast where I, I take about fifteen of those minutes just to get my my mind right. I just can't even like when I think about him. That is so dysfunctional. It's so and, dysfunctional and disheartening. A friend of mine, actually, Doctor Frida, Doctor Frida. Um, shout out to Doctor Frida. She's been on several episodes with me. A fantastic transformational a life coach who really helps her clients. And she sent me a video on Instagram yesterday, a DM about he finally gave a reason as to why he's doing all that. And it really wasn't a reason. It still was no explanation. It was basically like, I don't want to be in a traditional situation. Okay. Okay. Everybody doesn't have to be in a traditional situation, right? But the irresponsibility of bringing that number of children into the world, because you can't possibly spend quality time with all of them. You just can't. Uh-uh. When I tell you, I, I hope those children grow up, change their names, <laughs> and just denounce that whole situation. Just imagine even that attached to your your right. person right. for the rest of your life like has he has he not thought about the that's a clown show it's a and clown it's show it's a clown show and he even spoke about legacy like these are my legacy but then his therapist which i'm glad he's seeing a therapist told him no your children are not your legacy you know they're not things they are your children right right you know like he was talking about naming streets i mean it was just convoluted and i thought nick I actually used to like you, you know, like he was always a cornball, but you know, I thought, okay, you know, this 
brother is is doing well and you know making a life for himself in Hollywood, whatever. But this is a clown show. It is a train wreck. It is a disaster. And any woman who is knowingly involved in that, you really have to look in the mirror and ask yourself, like, have you just given up? Have you just said, I am resigning myself that all men cheat. And so I'm just going to be in a knowing cheating relationship. Like, what? (laughs) That makes no sense. And I mean, when you think about it, like as a as a future mother, you got to think about what I want to slide down from the heavenly rainbow um, into this nonsense. <laughs> would, you, would I want to leave the heavenly realms to slide into this mess? Like, yeah. think about what you would want to be born into. Would you have wanted to be born into this this nonsense? Yeah, a menagerie of foolishness. And God forbid something happened to her, you know, and the child is where? With who? Right. You know? It's embarrassing. Like, literally, it's so embarrassing. Like, if you look at it from the aspect of the children and how they're going to have to grow up explaining their li- their, their circumstances. Like, right. as a mother, like, well, maybe I don't put that. Maybe I wouldn't want to put that on some innocent soul. That's exactly. That, girl, all I can say is, are they soldiers of love? <laughs> girl, honey, they are casualties of war, honey. <laughs> Casualties, casualties of war. So that leads me to our last and final segment where Shady J and I are going to give you our opinion. I found an article on lovepavilion.com. It's 10 sure signs that he's pretending to love you because I think we need to help our fellow sisters out there in the world, okay? Yeah, if they're asking you to come into a harem, that's one sign. If they are trying to sign you on and think they are King Solomon or whoever, what who was it? Was it Samson? I don't know. Right. That might be a sign, honey. He don't love you. He don't care nothing about you. If he comes out of you. That's exactly right. And men certainly would not sign up for that at all. Okay, so here we go. Shady J, you ready? We're getting into it. Ten sure signs. He's pretending to love you. It's kind of like that book back in the was that the late nineties? Um, I think that guy was a producer on Sex in the City, and he wrote a book called He's Just Not That Into You. And I think oh, they made right. a movie about it. I think that was a late 90s classic. Yeah, that was a good book. It, it's harsh. It's, it's straight up no chaser speaking, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> but some people need to hear that because women will believe what they want to believe. It's the yeah. ego trying to protect your heart and somebody just needs to tell you straight up no chaser this is what it is and this is what it looks like so breaking it on down number one says he does not communicate okay that's a very clear sign if he is not communicating with you on a regular basis wants to talk to you all the time especially at the beginning of a relationship that's a clear sign what do you think right oh that's excellent oh absolutely you know like when you're in love with somebody you just you can't get enough of them. So right. yeah, that's, that's glaring. That's glaring. And so, you know, a lot of women are like, oh, well, maybe this, he's busy. I don't want to, uh, it's work. No, it's this, it's a, no, you from work. that's exactly right. He will find a way to communicate with you. And it's not just going to be via text. Okay. Or no, DMs. He wants to hear your voice. That's right. Or see your face on FaceTime. Face. Thank you. Okay, moving on to number two. It says zero accountability. So it says true love is accountable. You won't have to force it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I think that's great. I think that's great. Right. So they're telling you, look, you're looking for communication. You're looking for somebody who can be accountable and shows 
uh, accountable behaviors. That's right. You know, if you come to them and I mean, you're not not in a nagging, pressing, accusatory way, but in a, hey, this is how I feel about this situation. And right. they listen to you. And they, and can, they, take, that's yeah, they right. can take that and they want to hear that and, and correct whatever it is that they need to correct. And that's a, that's a great sign that they really care about you. That's exactly right. And a narcissist, ladies, will not. They will gaslight no, you. Flip it on you. They'll flip it on you. Well, you did this. You said that. Well, why did? And they'll come up with something completely unrelated to the topic at hand, right? Right. To so where you don't even know what the heck you, were trying, you came in there trying to say. <laughs> that part. That part. Okay, number three, R is for responsibility or responsible, claiming it, declaring their love for you and being responsible about um, their actions, you know, um, that affect the growth of the relationship. A responsible man reciprocates the gestures you make towards the relationship. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, responsible. When you think about responsibility, you can just look at it like, I mean, Everybody needs that same level of responsibility. So I can say you can even look at it from how would you be with a child? How would you be? How are you with your child? You want to have you eaten? Have mm -hmm. you eaten? Are you cold? Are you comfortable? Are you sick? Right. You feel you're that same way with anybody that you love. You're that way with your mother, your yep. sisters, anybody that you're close with, you're concerned with. I love you know that. I mean? Have you eaten today? Right. Or how yeah. about like with the whole, yeah, Nick thing. They should have known, honey, you're the fifth baby mama. Clearly he does not love those other women. You know what I mean? No, he doesn't love anybody in that situation. I don't think he even has self-love. I think he has a lot to prove there is a deep deficit there. There's a deep deficit. And people like, you know, I've always called him corny and a cornball. And this might be and his... And he's just trying to prove his That's right. That's really. right. That's right. That, oh, no, I'm not a cornball because I'm pulling all these baddies and, yeah, you know, and doing... I'm manly and I'm virile. Look at all these babies I can make. Yes. Yep, there's a deep insecurity about that. That's facts. Yeah. Okay, number four, does he show up? So a man who is pretending to love you shows up just enough not to be suspected. You don't have to be there 100% of the time, but if most of the time you discover um, he is more absent than he is present, he might be faking it. Ah, right. Yeah, they don't cancel. You know, somebody who loves you is not going to be canceling plans on you. You know, it has to be that's an emergency, right. something real that you know is real. Um, that's that's you can easily vet. That's you know, um, right. That they, they're gonna show up. That's right. Even if it's a long distance relationship, right? Yeah, they're gonna be trying to find ways of the next time that they're going to see you. And if they're not, you really have to think and ask yourself about that. They're busy that. with somebody else, honey. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. They're busy with another relationship. Yeah, the person that they're most interested with. That's exactly right. Okay, so the next one, number five, is you make all the plans. So it says a man who loves you will want to spend time with you, and he's going to want to come up with plans. You're not going to have to be the person who is always creating dates. Now, Shady J, I am a control freak and I'm the type of person, but I'm married. I've been married for 25 and a half years. So, you know, our my husband and I have a understanding that I'm usually the one that's going to plan stuff. But we're talking about dating. We're talking about when you're first in a new relationship and that person is not trying to take you out on a date. That's a problem, right? Oh, absolutely. Like he's not trying to invest any any appreciable effort um, into you. Uh, he's just not super interested in 
the ways in which you guys spend time is not quality. You know, he doesn't, yeah. he's not really, he's not interested, honey. He's not you know? because it doesn't yeah. matter if he doesn't have a lot of money. There's a whole lot of interesting dates. That's right. That you can, can do that don't yeah cost a million dollars. He does not have to take you out for a steak dinner. You know, you can go to a free museum. You can take a walk in the park, have a picnic, you know, like he needs to be able to make plans. Okay. Number six, he avoids the challenges of the relationship. So it's saying no relationship is perfect. Of course, we know that. But avoiding dealing with issues is a major red flag. How somebody in the beginning stages deals with conflict. What say you? Hmm, Yeah, a lot of people have an issue with conflict and you know, um, they could probably have had the issue with being hypercriticized and things like that growing up. So mm-hmm. that can be a tough one. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can be in a marriage, deep in a marriage, and that person could have, you know, issues with, um, mm-hmm. like, conflict. So it can kind of depend on are you toxic with your criticism? Right. You know, like, are you able to deliver, you know, your concerns in a way that can be received? Right. You know? And if you know that you're delivering your concerns in a way that can be received and is not just there to bludgeon somebody to death, then you can honestly say, yes, this person is avoidant. This is an avoidant person. Right. And he is not interested in what, what worries me. And mm-hmm. he is not interested in solving anything. He's kind of checked out. That's exactly right. Agree with you wholeheartedly. Okay, number seven. He says he loves you when he wants something from you. So I take it like the movie Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man with Steve Harvey, right? So in that movie, remember, they got the cheat codes from his book. So, you know, was it Maya's character, Megan Good? She was basically like, I'm not giving away the cookie until I hear the words, I love you. So what did Zeke the Freak do? He said, I love you. (laughs) So he could get the cookie, right? Right. So, um, and then once you start dating, if you only hear I love you right before he wants to have sex or he wants something from you, that is, you know, obviously a red flag. (laughs) No, that's weird. I mean, because I love you comes up in the the silliest and least profound moments and uh you know you can just be sitting there and you know right i'll be looking at my husband doing excel files and some boring mess <laughs> and i'll be like i love you oh you that's so sweet you know, like that. doesn't it usually come up in like the it really thing? does yeah it's not it's not about you know like trying to set somebody up if somebody's trying to set you up with that that they're manipulative that's exactly you don't want to be right. With somebody that's manipulative. That's like exactly manipulating you. You know, using your your need for love. That's know, right. Using your yep. Using that need, honey. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Okay. Number eight. He only shows affection when other people are around. What do you think about that? Only shows affection when other people are around, but ignores you like you are a couch pillow. <laughs> When y'all are in private. Right. Yes. Uh, to be honest, I don't even think I have any words for that because that's odd. Like, that's very like, odd. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what are you even doing? I mean, are you, what is that? He's putting on a display like he uses you to signal something to people. So yeah. that is what you are good for. That's your place. You are there to signify something, you know, to whomever. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. And then once you guys are alone, like you don't exist. I can discard you. Giving, you're not giving me 
uh, that value. That's behind exactly. closed door. Your value is when people see. see That's it. exactly right. Okay, so number nine says he doesn't want you to meet his family. He's not in it for the long haul. So after a while, he doesn't want to show you off. So yeah, so basically, if you think that somebody's the one you've been dating for a while, you really like this person, they want to show you off, right? Uh-huh. I yeah, mean, don't you absolutely. think that? Yeah. I don't think so, unless his family is toxic and trifling and he's trying to hold on to you <laughs> um, and trying to get you before you know it. You know, you know walking out of the house before you can even know what you got into. <laughs> well, you know, that's an interesting perspective, Shady J. I never thought about that. He might be concerned and think, Lord have mercy, if you meet my family. Oh, like, literally, we are the monsters. I am the Yeah, they're you're like a plaything, right? You're, you yes. know, my, you know, just sports fish. I'm just out here fishing, having a good time, right? So I'm Absolutely. not going to introduce you. Even if they do have one of those families, they're going to want at some point if they love you, they're going to, you know, they're going to be vulnerable with you and say, hey, you know, I don't come from the best, right? You know, situation. So be warned. Gonna be, <laughs> yeah, they're going to be vulnerable and they're going to want you to kind of see who they are. That's you know, true. See if, like you're, if you love them enough that you can. You can deal. That is so true. That is very true. I agree with you. So, yeah, even if they got a crazy family, they are at some point going to want to at least introduce you one time, right? Or at least tell their family, hey, I have somebody in my life that I really care about. I really love, you know, whatever. Right. Yeah, you're going to meet somebody. You're going to meet somebody in the family, somebody. You're going to meet them. And they'll they'll just explain to you, like, yeah, you know, this ain't all all the best of, you know, this is rough, but this is the (laughs) truth and this is what it is. It is you know, what it is. They believe in y'all. They're, they're going to introduce you. That's exactly right. I agree with you. Okay. And last but not least is he avoids talking about the future. So they say in this article that if he's not talking about the future with you, that means he doesn't see you in it. Oh, <laughs> we. <laughs> oh, wait. That was harsh. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know. I can't remember what all we was really, really talking about in terms of that, but I would imagine that that could be true. That could be true. I can't really. What do you think? Well, that was on that movie, too. Think like a man. Act like a lady. Think like a man. They were like, you have to make sure that a man sees you in his future. And so you have to ask Mm -hmm. him, what is your five-year plan? What do you see for the future? And, you know, you can assess, like you said, vet someone based upon that. Because if you really want to have children, and they absolutely do not, those are things you need to talk about, right? You know? Definitely. You have to talk about, you know, what it is that, um, you know, you want that or those big things. Yeah, exactly. And so if you're not talking about the future, that might be a sign that it's just a here and now fun little thing for them to pass the time. They're bored. They're just something to do right 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 yeah you're not getting into any in-depth conversations you're not yeah they're not talking yeah about they're not trying to build a future with you like oh yeah, we're not even talking about what they want to do themselves with you that's right they're not interested in you knowing them that well like that's you exactly. know all that you know all you gotta know is you know what's in this bedroom which is the bed <laughs> you know what i'm saying <laughs> you gotta know you know my career plans and you know where i want to live and how many kids i want because i you know i can't worry about that yeah and if i want a dog or not they don't care right it's yeah, just... yeah, I know all that. So we ain't 
talking about all that. So I guess, yes. So yeah, that is I definitely like that one. one. That's definitely one. So ladies, take heed to that. So we're going to wrap this segment of Soldier of Love up, but I have a quote. You know, I'm the quote lady, Shady J. So here we go. It's an anonymous Yay. quote, and it says this. You can't just give up on someone because the situation is not ideal. Great relationships aren't great because they have no problems. They're great because both people care enough about the other person to find a way to make it work. Right? I love that so much. Yes. I mean, because yeah, that is that the so truth. Much. You know, you have to soldier on and you'll know if it's worth it. Your spirit, your heart, your gut intuition will tell you. If things are worth it, you just have to see the signs, read the signs, pray. Um, right. You know, it will all be revealed, right? Because they're go they're going to be pouring that same concern into you. You know what I mean? That's they're exactly right. Just as concerned about you when things are tough on your end. So yeah, you're right. You're going to know, right? So Shady J, yeah, what yeah. are your parting words for the whole soldier of love? Yeah, you'll you'll know that you can stick it through with somebody and it's not a toxic, I'm staying with a toxic person and doing toxic things. That's not what we want for anybody. No. But it's somebody who has been able to get you through tough times. You know, the death of a parent, of mm -hmm. a parent, the loss of a job, mm -hmm. you know, um, maybe trying to lose weight, you know, fighting a, a health battle, mm -hmm. you know, um, trying to climb in a, your career and you know they are there's sexism situations there's racism situations right. and they're 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 pouring into you and they're loving you through it and they're helping you you know um in that way to kind of help yourself help you navigate you that's know? exactly right um th that's what i mean like it's the hard things it's the tough things it's about them helping you with your dreams Mm -hmm. The things that you are scared of, the things that, you know, you're trying to face within yourself and you helping with them with those things, the things that they're trying to face and heal, you right. know. Right. Um, so it's just not the toxic stuff. It's not the toxic stuff. And you will stuff. know the difference. I think we you all know, know the, the difference, difference. Because they'll be pouring back into you in that way. That's exactly it's, it's, right. It's reciprocal. That's exactly right. And for all of the, you out there that are starting a relationship the signs are always there, you know? They just always are. And we look back and like, oh, shoulda, coulda, what? No, they are there. So don't listen to what people say to you. Their actions. Yeah, it's actions, actions, actions. Actions over everything. So thank you so much, Shady J, for joining me on this episode today. Um, make sure listeners out there, you speak frankly always. Take care. Signing off your life coach, Janae Frank. Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening to this week's episode titled Soldier of Love. I hope you enjoyed it today. I always enjoy speaking with my girl, Shady J. If you want to read about my podcast, I have a blog also called Speaking Frankly, where you can subscribe and find it on my website, www.janayfrank.com. 
www.lovelifepainpodcast.com, where I also write about love life pain and everything in between. The Speaking Frankly podcast can be found on Spotify, the Anchor app, Google, and all other platforms that host podcasts. So make sure you subscribe. And last but not least, if you are looking for someone to help you with love, life, career, family relationships, intimate relationships, I am the life coach for you. And you can find that on my website by clicking on the coaching tab. You can talk to me and have a free 30-minute discovery call to see if that is something that would work for you. So take care, speak frankly, always signing off, Janae Frank.